You are listening to the System Semi Podcast, episode number 222. Today, we're going to be talking about how to get clients from Facebook groups. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm Jordan, and my business love language is efficiency, because who doesn't want to sip pina coladas on the beach while your business runs on autopilot? We're here to help overworked one-woman shows become streamlined solopreneurs. And now with over 150,000 downloads, this is the System Save Me podcast. Hey, hey, y'all. I'm super excited to bring this guest to you guys today. She is somebody that I am constantly DMing with on Instagram and is such a wealth of knowledge and so, so smart. And she's been in the industry for a hot minute. So she knows a lot about a lot. I'm not going to lie. So I'm really excited that we're going to be focusing specifically on how to get clients from Facebook groups. So Miss Alma, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. So, so glad that you're here. And again, we're going to be talking about Facebook groups, which is interesting because as somebody who, I mean, I used to hang out a lot in Facebook groups in the beginning of my business, whether it was for client connections, for uh, networking, for getting on podcasts or whatever else. And so I'm really excited to kind of revisit Facebook groups because I haven't really focused on it in a hot minute, but I know that a lot of people still do or want to. And so this is going to be the perfect episode for them. But before we get into it, go ahead and tell me a little bit about you and your business. All right. So my name is Alma Braffer and I have a consulting and online training company where I help B2B female service providers scale to multiple six figures and beyond. So that is my background. I started out with an agency doing content marketing, social media marketing. And over the years, I've switched my model to consulting and selling courses and group coaching, which I think a lot of people do like over time, especially if you're offering done for you services, because it's a lot of work. So I have found that building my audience and growing my own Facebook group has allowed me to 10x my revenue. And I'm going to talk to you about that today as far as how you can use Facebook groups. And there's like two main ways to use a Facebook group to grow your client base. So I will get into that right now. So pretty much, I actually help some of my clients do this as well. So I actually have my own group coaching program. And one of the strategies I teach is how to use Facebook groups to get done for you service clients, and also how to create your own Facebook group to sell your group coaching, your mentoring services, pretty much your one-to-many model programs. So the first way is that you can use a Facebook group to get clients. So a lot of people right now, because of everything that's going on, are stuck at home. And a lot of people are isolated and lonely, right? So this is, unfortunately, it's the perfect storm to really monetize Facebook groups because a Facebook group that's engaged provides an opportunity for people to connect and network and form relationships. And right now, because of everything that's happening, once again, we're isolated, we're at home, we can't get out. Face People are just flocking to Facebook groups. I don't know if you've noticed that, Jordan. Oh my gosh, I've totally noticed like a new surge of Facebook groups. So maybe because of the pandemic, I have no idea. <laughs> right. So, and that's the thing. A lot of people are, are, are flocking to them now. And because of, like I said, the isolation. So if you can provide a community of a specific type of person, of course, and I will talk about why it's so important to niche, 
But if you can provide a community for people to get support, ask questions, and feel like they're connected, you can actually monetize that group. Now, here's the thing about Facebook groups. So if you are providing a done-for-you service, it's really good to just join other Facebook groups because a lot of entrepreneurs are on those groups. They have groups for people who sell e-commerce, who have an e-commerce business, for people who real estate agents, they have different niches for groups. Let's say you help online coaches, right? There are like hundreds of groups for coaches. So what you can do is join those groups. And inside the groups, most of the time, people are posting that they're looking for a social media manager or they're looking for a graphic designer or they want to get their local done or they're looking for a virtual assistant. So you can respond to specific posts in these groups. And that's a great way to get clients. One of the members of my mastermind program, she actually grew her business to like $12,000 a month just from Facebook groups. So it's very profitable, even if you use that method. It's impressive. But the method I want to talk to you, and I think what I want to focus on today is more about how do you create your own group to sell your own services and group programs, right? So I have monetized my group. We've made oh, close to like half a million dollars. Like, so I think it's like 450. Actually, it's grown because we had a big launch recently. So like pretty much 450K on just a Facebook group. And what I do in the group is that I have a very engaged group. So every week we typically have content for myself or just like my community manager posts questions in the group. It's very engaged. And so I do webinars inside of my group on a consistent basis. Like every other month we'll do a webinar, um, a big workshop. Sometimes I'll just go live like once a week or once every other week. I share my podcast episodes in the group. And so people are there, they're able to get content from me and get to know me. And then also, I also really, really, really create an environment where people can ask questions, okay, and get help. So one of the things I wanna emphasize for people who wanna use a Facebook group to sell an online course is that you don't have to post content every week. There's times where I don't even like, well, we started a schedule now, so now we have a schedule. But for the past two years, I've had my group since 2017, there would be weeks that would go by and I wouldn't post anything and people were still posting and commenting and networking with each other. So you don't have to feel like, oh, wow, I don't want to start a Facebook group because then I have to put all this content in the group. I don't know what to say. I don't know. I don't have time because really it's not just about you. It is about the community and it's about what them helping each other, them meeting each other and networking with each other and starting conversations where people can just talk about what they're going through and ask questions. And like I said, it is the perfect storm right now, unfortunately, due to everything that's happening, where people crave dialogue, they want to talk to people, they want to interact. So my Facebook group engagement has just skyrocketed and so many other Facebook groups are experiencing this right now. So you don't have to constantly post content, but you want to ask questions and you want to create conversations, okay? So really for with Facebook groups, it's what's really great about it is they have built-in tools, so you don't necessarily have to buy another tool. Within a Facebook group, you can schedule your posts ahead of time. So if you want to post once a week, you can do that. You can even post, you can post videos, you can post graphics, you can post your podcast episodes, any type of resources. And then they also have a section in the group where you can look at engagement. You can look at the people who are commenting and posting the most. So that's really helpful. 
And one of the things I do in my group and I recommend other people do is to screen people out, okay? So you don't want anyone to just join your group, right? I require you have to at least have a profile picture, you know? If you don't have a profile picture, I'm gonna be pretty suspicious, right? That's gonna help you prevent spam and people just, you know, going into your group for the wrong intentions. So you wanna have a list of questions. I ask about two questions and that'll help you filter people out and then also really help you get to know the people that are joining your group. And that's actually really good market research data that you can use. So people come in that way. And then, like I said, I do workshops in the group and I actually sell my courses and I sell my coaching programs in the group. So that's really it in a nutshell. It's not really that hard. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. And I think, again, it is crucial to curate that group. I think a lot of people, when they're starting a group, are like, let everybody in. Everybody's great. The more people, the better. However, if you're not curating the experience and curating the people that are in the group, then you're just going to end up with a bunch of people who are not even really interested in what you're going to sell to them eventually or the types of conversations that you're having. And so we've all been in groups where coming in for some type of expertise and all of a sudden people are talking about all sorts of stuff that's off topic and not curated and specific. And that comes back to you as a business owner and how you curate the group and how you facilitate the conversation to stay in your particular lane. And so I would be curious to know what types of questions people should really be thinking about because for Facebook groups, if you don't know, you can have questions that you ask people before they enter, right? And so what would you suggest are some really good questions to ask to curate the group? Right. So you can ask some questions like, you know, how did you find the group? What is your intention for joining? You can ask pre-qualifying questions. So let's say you, like for instance, my group, right, is for women who are, you know, pretty much are trying to launch or start or grow a service-based B2B business. So I ask them that question. I ask them, you know, are you interested in growing your service-based business, right? your B2B business. I don't want people to come into the group who have like, they're selling candles online. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but that's not our group. Our topic is for B2B consultants, right? Female B2B consultants. So I ask them, what type of business, you know, are you trying to do X, Y, Z? If they say no, I sometimes just reject them. I don't let them in the group. And then I also ask questions. I ask, one of the questions I ask is, what are some of your biggest challenges with X, Y, Z? And that allows me to really get a lot of market research data and which is going to pretty much what I do is I use that information to sell my program, right? So that's like direct what they call copy stocking, where you just look at what people are saying on uh, social media and you kind of create your copy, your sales page, and you're delivering your pitch based on that. That's a great way to get that data. And really, yeah, just ask them those qualifying questions like, do you meet XYZ requirement? Are you this? Are you here for this? That's pretty much it. And then the other thing that you would want to do is you want to create a safe space so that you don't have people spamming the group. So this is something that I don't see a lot of people doing, but this is what I do. And it has saved me so much time and energy, which is I don't just let people post. I have to actually approve each post or my community manager approves it. We have to, we filter all of the posts. So, because when we didn't do this, we would have people posting videos and just random links. So we decided that instead of us spending time having to go in there and filter and clean everything out, 
we're going to put it in so that they have to get approved before we let them get published, which saves a lot of time. And guess what? People still post even with the filter. <laughs> so it's not like, you know, don't be afraid that, oh, if I make a requirement that, you know, we have to screen the post that people aren't going to feel comfortable posting. They post anyway. They don't really care. Right. So it hasn't affected anything for me. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. And then you say that you go and do like a webinar type training or something in your group. Um, are you, is that content that you are pulling from your programs? Is that content that you are curating based off of the conversations in the group? Like where are you getting your ideas for what you want to post in the group? Yeah, a lot of it comes from what people are talking about, all the conversations that are being, like, especially the most popular conversations. If I see a trend in specific posts or specific questions or specific comments, that really gives me the information I need to build out my webinars. And I've been doing this since 2017. So pretty much my webinars over the years have been formed through this type of feedback. And that's why I'm able to sell really easily. And Really, for me, when I do the webinar, it's like a lot of people do webinars to sell their courses and they'll use like a tool, like some webinar software, but I just do it right on my Facebook business page. So I just put it on there, put the slides up, I put my face, we talk, I talk, you know, and I show my slides, I make my call to action. And yeah, that's what I do. So instead of doing a regular webinar where you would use a tool, I just do it right on Facebook. And the other thing is that when you use your Facebook business page, you can always retarget those people if you're going to do ads. So it's really helpful to do that. And pretty much you're just going to take that business page post webinar video, your live video, and just put it into the group. And then people in the group can see the video and then you can do a watch party in the group so that you can kind of do a replay. So watch parties are really good to get people, more people in your Facebook group to watch the videos that you want them to watch. And watch parties are the, where you take a video you've already done and show it as if it's live, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. I haven't messed around with them at all. So I want to make sure that I knew what you were talking about. And so nice. I think that that, because again, most people I would say is like, oh my gosh, a whole nother platform where I have to come up with a whole nother content and a whole nother thing. And so it's good to know that you're really just curating it based off the conversations that are already happening and just expanding on it, right? Um, it doesn't have to be like this new, you know, prophetic information. It can literally be your take on things that are already being talked about in the group and relaying that to then your offers and what you want people to pay for, obviously. Have you been dying to create a VIP day or virtual intensive offering? but are stuck in overthinking everything. You love what you do and how you support your clients, but lately it's become, well, too much. You may even be hitting your monthly revenue goals, but you're left completely exhausted. Yeah, been there, bought the t-shirt and the mug. Good news, I built my virtual VIP day bootcamp that walks you through the nine steps to create and selling a one day virtual intensive. Grab the podcast only pricing of $37 for this two hour training plus tons of bonuses to build and sell your own one day virtual intensive. Since 2016, I've completely replaced monthly retainers with one day virtual intensives and VIP weekends. So join me and stop dealing with the late night slack pings, lacking control over your own calendar, chasing invoices, explaining scope creep again, you kept my drift. Head on over to systemsammy.com slash pod bootcamp. That's P-O-D-B-O-O-T-C-A-M-P and grab the goods. 
all right, back to the episode. And so then with that, when you talked about making the 450000 from the group, how are you tracking that you know that people are purchasing who were a part of your group versus, you know, people maybe just coming from the outside? Because everything on my website points to join my group. And that's like the first part of my funnel. Got it. Okay. So like when you opt in, whether you opt into a webinar on the thank you page, I'm telling people to join my group. If you opt in for any of my freebies, I tell people to join my group. So like you have to join my group. There may be people who opt in and then don't join. I just find that when people join, they even tell me, they say, I joined your program after, after joining your free Facebook group. Gotcha. Nice. Yeah. So you're getting that data because you're not really having other places for people to be able to get the same information that people are getting in the group. That makes sense. Yeah. There's no, all of my nurturing is in the Facebook group. Got it. I just started using Instagram, but I feel like I get way more engagement on Facebook, but Instagram is a great supplement to use as well. Cause then some of the people there on my group will also follow me on Instagram. So but I put more of my energy. I've been doing that more lately on my Facebook group. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Yeah, I think, you know, I feel like people are in one of two camps, whether it is Instagram or Facebook. And I think that, you know, where you get engagement is where you should just keep putting your focus. And, you know, you can dabble out if you want to. But also, I mean, you can, again, go really deep with one platform. And really, the main point is to actually get their email address, because, We don't own any of these platforms anyway. So, you know, the fact that I have 12,000 Instagram followers could all of a sudden vanish. And then it's like, oh, there goes everybody, right? And, but I also have 6,000 people on my email list. So I'm able to leverage the email list and note that those are my people and we're downloading that list every week. So that way, in case that also fails, I have that list for me, which also I have a tool. I don't know if you've heard of this and there's actually a couple tools. There's one for Instagram oh my gosh, I've shared it before. I think it's called helper tools for Instagram where you can actually download your list of followers. And so I really want to do that so that I can just always have that list of people. But I also know for Facebook that you can connect your Facebook group questions to your email marketing platform, whether that's ActiveCampaign, ConvertKit or whatnot, so that when somebody joins your group, they automatically are added to your email list. And I'm not sure how that is with GDPR compliance, I'm not gonna lie, but do you have it to where people have to give you their email list in order to join the group? Or just their email? For the one I have, I don't because I funnel people through from my email to my group. So I don't have that, but some people do. I've seen groups where they ask for the email as well. Got it. There is a tool, I think it's called Group Helper. It's for, it's a new tool that came out where it'll help you with like, as soon as somebody, like it'll take all the questions and save them. And then like the questions that you ask, and then it'll also send a a private message to people. So I'll try to give you the link so you can share in the show notes. (laughs) But yeah, I heard about that. I'm going to try that one out. Yeah. But yeah, that is something I do want to look into going forward is automation and also, like, I use bot, a Facebook Messenger bot. I use ManyChat. So part of that funnel is people will, like, maybe opt into a freebie, and then they'll be in my Messenger bot funnel, and then I'll invite them to the Facebook group as well through Messenger. So that's something that you can use in conjunction with your group as part of the uh, Facebook ecosystem. <laughs> yeah, oh, totally. Yeah, it's a really good, like I said, and one of the things I want to say, Jordan, is that you are absolutely right. You should not ever under any circumstances 
rely 100% on a social media platform, you need to have those people on your email list because, you know, at any point, Facebook could just, I don't know, shut, I mean, God forbid, I hope they don't, I, <laughs> I hope they don't shut down, but you don't know what's going to happen, right? I mean, same thing with uh, Instagram. We don't know. We, you know, this is just one thing for now, but as I'm growing, we're going to also be looking into other platforms. Like, you know, I may want to wrap up Instagram or I may want to go into LinkedIn and really explore LinkedIn. So I am definitely, you know, into diversification. I'm just making I'm doing really well, let's just say on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I agree. And so I know that, again, we kind of mentioned some tools. Right now, are you scheduling any posts for your Facebook group? And if so, what tools are you using? All that fun stuff. Yeah, so I have my community manager. She uses the native Facebook scheduler to schedule the posts in the group. So she will schedule. So only time we, right, lately what the strategy we're doing is we just, when we do a launch, that's when we have scheduled posts go out. Other than that, I do a weekly live stream in the group just to keep that engagement and just have, you know, center me. And one thing I want to tell you is if you are the admin of a group and you're planning to monetize it to sell your programs, you need to let people know you're the queen of the group. That is very true. And this sounds kind of crazy, right? But it's an honest truth. You're there and you're spending your free time away from your family to give all this free information. One thing you don't want to do is let some of the members drain you. And that has happened to me when I first started out. I kind of let people just drain me of energy, you know, trying to get free information. Hey, can you show me how to do this? And I'm, you know, you have to set boundaries and you have to make it known that the group is all about you. If they don't like you or the fact that you're going to sell your program, they can leave the group. Absolutely. Just be unapologetic about it, right? Don't feel bad because you are there to make money. You're not in the group to just be there, right? We could be on vacation. We could be with our family. We could be cooking dinner. We could be doing something else, but we're in the group. So sometimes, and I've actually talked about this on another podcast I was interviewed on. You have to really let people know what are the rules of your group. If you don't want people to promote, then put that in your group rules and don't be shy about letting people know who break the rules. We have had to delete a lot of comments and posts where people are just straight up, just, you know, sharing the link to their sales page or whatever. And we're like, look, we don't allow that. You know, one of the things I started doing was we have a dedicated post occasionally. It's not every week, once or twice a month, we may have a dedicated post where you can promote your business in the comment section. This way people have the opportunity to promote themselves. You want people to feel like they're going to gain from the group as well, but you can't just come out and just, you know, just sell, just direct selling like that. It's just, no, we don't allow that. And it's because like I said, you, and I recommend if you're going to use your group to monetize, you're like I said, it's, people are there because the goal is that you want them to buy from you. That's the whole point of the group. And again, be unapologetic about it. Nothing wrong with that for sure. So again, if people want to find out more goodness from you, which is obvious, what freebie do you have for my audience? Yes, I have a resource on how to sell your courses and group coaching and consulting inside of a Facebook group. You can go to my website, almabradford.com slash free, and you can get that free download. And it's a great PDF, just kind of gives you an overview on how to structure your group so that you can monetize it. Yeah. Love it. And then where else can people find you if they want to connect with you and whatnot? And I'm sure a lot of these, the place that you're going to mention is going to be pretty obvious, (laughs) but I will let you say it anyway. (laughs) Yeah. You can join my Facebook group, the profit makers on Facebook, and you can go to my website, almabradford.com. You can also follow me on Instagram, Alma J Bradford. And I also have a podcast 
that you can listen to called The Roadmap to Launch. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and all the other podcast platforms. Yay. Awesome. Yeah. We'll have the link to that as well. So you can go and take a listen. Thank you so much again, Alma, for being on the podcast. Thank you, Jordan. Thanks for listening to the System Save Me podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes or send a screenshot on Instagram while tagging us at System Saved Me.